Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters. Sponsored by Creative Writer. Are you ready to publish a children's book? Find out now at creativewriter.com. Hello, welcome everybody to the Writer's Way podcast. I'm here today with Colleen Brunetti. Welcome, Colleen. Thank you. Thanks so much for doing this with me. I appreciate talking to all authors. And I love your story because it speaks to my heart uh, because I am really allergic to nuts. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of people still in my world. I feel like, how does anybody not know about this? But right. There's still people with peanuts at the play places and it just, you know, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's back up and can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Sure. So my name is Colleen Brunetti. I'm a former teacher, a certified health coach, and now an author. So um, I spent about seven years in the public schools and left quite a while ago, but Working with kids and teaching and helping to empower them has always remained my first love. And so when the opportunity presented itself to get this book out into the world, I thought I'd be a little crazy not to at least try. Yes. So, And then how did the opportunity come about? Share that. Sure. So... Uh, Going back about five years, I had actually published before for adults and self-published and sort of fell in love with the whole process and knew I was going to do it again, so much so that I went and bought the 10 ISBN pack and said, okay, someday I'm going to use these up. And then, you know, we've gone through the journey with my son and his food challenges, which we can talk about a little more if you want. And um, I had put this story together kind of based on bedtime stories I used to tell him. Back then it was Aiden the Wonder Boy, and now it's Aiden the Wonder Kid. Um, and uh, just sort of put it away. I thought, you know, someday I'd, I'd love to make this happen. But uh, a couple of years ago, I was taking a leadership class for parents where we did a lot of advocacy and learning how to work with the political system and um, just anything you could do to kind of help make the world a better place for kids in your life. And we were going around in the circle and two moms talked about the pretty severe social anxieties that their teenagers were having around their food allergies. And we had to do a project for the class. And so I thought, well, I've got this manuscript. I know how to publish. What if I put this out in the world and we got to these kids earlier when they're really little and help them to like really just own the fact that it's okay that they have to eat differently and that every kid needs to feed their body just right. And we need to respect and support our friends who have to do that. And then maybe when those teenage years come that are hard enough, it'll be a little bit easier. That was exactly what I thought. My class project was the book. (laughs) Get them early when they will still listen to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Aiden the Wonder Kid is now 12. So the listening, you know, I do know. I have a 10 year old. So I, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Okay. So walk us through a little bit about um, you you make the decision. I'm going to put this out there. You had some experience. So you're kind of a leg up on some people there. But Mm -hmm. how long did it take you uh, to go through the publishing process? Well, let's talk about how long did it take you to write the book? Because that's So my personal writing process is a lot of head work. I usually play with story ideas in my head for a long time before I ever try to put them on paper. So by the time I do that, the first draft usually comes very quickly. 
Um, and this one I think I actually wrote on an airplane. Um, so uh, a couple of years back. So that part goes pretty quickly. And then, you know, the editing process and the perfecting process, I'm not sure that part's ever done. But I, you know, played with the draft for a couple of months, passed it by food allergy moms, regular moms, teachers, and then professional editing. Yeah. So. Okay. And then the publishing process. Right. So, well, I had to find the perfect illustrator. So first I was a little overconfident and I thought I would illustrate it myself. Um, <laughs> because I have, I'm, I'm artsy, but uh, an illustrator I am not. But, you know, I looked at what illustrators cost and I thought, I don't know if I can really do that <laughs> for a class project. Um, but one of my classmates in my leadership class grabbed my arm and she's like, I have this guy you have to meet. He's a personal friend of hers. I met Dan Karsten, my illustrator. I looked at his work and said, I'm going to figure out how to hire him. It's got to happen. Like, yeah. I am not that good, and he is that, that good. And if I want this book to be something, I have to really invest in my artist. Mm -hmm. So um, I did some crowdfunding, got some support from a nonprofit, and then put the two, the manuscript and the pictures together, and then we were ready to go. Yay. How long did the illustrations take? Like, how long did it take you? To uh, it took about six months. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dan has a, a full-time job on that he does. And then um, this is something he does on the side. So mm -hmm. a little bit longer maybe than an average book, but absolutely worth taking the time to wait mm -hmm. for. So, yeah. Okay. And it's published already or? It is. It came out. So I started the process um, probably about March, April. I settled on it last year and had it out just the end of December of 2018. Cool. In paperback? Paperback and hardcover and it's currently on digital as well. Awesome. Okay. I, for some reason I thought you were waiting on a shipment. Yes. So um, I've been doing the print on demand process yeah. and that's gone well but hasn't um, really helped me recoup my costs and move forward because I want to keep doing this so it needs to start generating some income. So now I'm waiting um, to do bulk orders from China. Oh, okay. I see. Cool. Okay. Very, very fun and interesting. And I'm happy that you did this book. So talk a little bit about the book and mm -hmm. what kind of a resource is it, who it would be great for. And then we'll move on to more publishing stuff. Sure. So it's called Aiden the Wonder Kid Who Could Not Be Stopped, A Food Allergy and Intolerance Story. And it's kind of a mouthful. Uh, a couple of reasons for that. Um, Aiden the Wonder Kid is, of course, the, um, the real wonder kid is my son. And I went back and forth a lot with, do I call it a food allergy story or do I encompass intolerances? There's a, a scientific, there's a medical difference between the two. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be true to that and sensitive to that because families with children with true anaphylactic food allergies need that well understood. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so the book is just, it's a little superhero story. It's about a little boy who has amazing energy superpowers. And he looks like every other little boy, you know, just running and barreling his way through life. But something is making him sick and stealing his superpowers. And for a while, they can't figure out what that is. Until his super smart detective mom uh, does some research and finds out, which is also a true story. I actually diagnosed him first prior to um, getting a doctor on board because um, he, he was really struggling and we couldn't, couldn't figure out why. So 
Um, and then, you know, when you take a five-year-old kid or any kid and say, geez, I'm sorry, but you can't have pizza and you can't have birthday cake and we have to do everything differently, it can be really hard. So Aiden and his mom work together to kind of solve those problems. Once they get his superpowers back, how are we going to feed your body just right? Mm. Um, so the book is really all-encompassing. It's less about the sort of the mechanics of food allergies and intolerances in the end and more about the social emotional support of families and friends rallying around each other and kids understanding that it's okay to eat differently. So it's a tool for food allergy families. It's a tool for kids who have friends who have to eat differently. And it's definitely a tool for teachers to bring into their classrooms to help the children understand one another. And then it comes with, um, if they want, common core aligned writing lessons. To oh, bring Oh, good. This sounds like a book that any caregiver, every caregiver really needs, right? That is my hope. My hope is to yeah. make it more than just a picture book. You know, picture books are great, but I really wanted it to be a teaching tool. Yeah, a great resource for everybody. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> As a not uh, allergic person, that's probably not how you say it. Thank you for doing that. Um, so... You published the whole process, it sounds like, took close to a year. Just about. Yeah. Yep. And um, what would you say were some of your really big aha moments, big learning moments that you didn't? Well, you said you had published before. So was there anything different for doing a kid's book? It's a totally different ballgame. I think the only thing I really knew was how to eventually get something up on Amazon and write a good product page. <laughs> um, it's totally different. There's so much more that goes into, um, you know, your word choice. You have a lot less words to work with. So mm -hmm. your words have to be very precise, very targeted. You have to think about the vocabulary level of your readers. You have to think about how many words on a page, where are they going to go on a page? How are they going to interact with the illustrations? Um, you know, what kind of illustrations do you want to use? Are you okay with sort of a standard digital that you can pick up anywhere? Do you want to employ an artist who's going to make your book like sing? Um, all of those mini steps were very time consuming. Um, but the, I hope the finished product kind of speaks to why that's mm -hmm. so important. Mm -hmm. so. What advice would you give to brand new um, writers who haven't published yet? Um, I think the first piece is to take your time mm -hmm. on every step. Nothing that is shortcutted is going to go well for you. <laughs> and the second thing is to um, not give yourself a hard deadline unless you have to have it. Like work towards goals and deadlines. But, you know, I promised my Kickstarter or Indiegogo backers Christmas delivery. Mm-hmm. We made it within like two days <laughs> and it was so stressful and that was sort of an arbitrary thing. I was like, Hey, Christmas, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do that to myself again. I will give them like a month or a range and, and make sure I'm working towards deadlines and being true to timing, but there's no need to put on due process, um, you know, like uh, pressure on yourself. Yeah, because it's challenging enough all by itself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Christmas, it's like the be all and end all. <laughs> right, right. And now that I've been in this for a while, you know, the Christmas advertising is so competitive that if you aren't up and running and have a solid system in place for marketing before Christmas, you might not want to jump in at Christmas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So are you doing this full time now? Um, not quite full time. It takes up a lot of my time. Um, I'm still you know, home with my kids quite a bit and working on some other side projects, but um, I do a lot of advocacy work in the healthcare arena. So, um, but it's, it's keeping me busy. Yeah. <laughs> were your classmates super proud? Did they see it or was the class they done? Were. Yeah, it came out. Oh, we're about to get a fuzzy visitor here. I see um, it. Yeah, so it, it, I didn't have the final product in hand in time for the class to end. Um, but, you know, I shared it online and a couple of them bought it and I brought it to a get together and it got passed around and stuff. So. So do you bring your book now whenever you go like to a birthday party? Do you bring it as a present for people or? Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Just flip a copy in there. Yeah. Is there any kids books that you do give as gifts uh, repeatedly over and over? Or? So we're in that independent authors group on Facebook and um, I have just fallen in love with so many of the, the books that people have put out there. Mm -hmm. You know, I can see all of the effort and time and talent that has gone into them. So I will often buy those as gifts. Mm -hmm. um, yes, it's quite the wealth of information. And it really is. And I, yes. And of course, I love supporting other indie authors mm -hmm. and also getting something that, you know, unless you're like scouring Amazon and come across it, you might not necessarily know. It's not going to show up in the Scholastic flyer um, <laughs> or necessarily be on the library shelf. So you get to bring something really unique and, and special. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. I've been doing that too. It's harder here in Canada because a lot of the shipping costs are the same as the book prices. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So I have to be a little bit more, um, selective, I guess, but I have this deck that's growing and growing and growing and growing, which is awesome for my kids. And then I often buy two at a time. So then I send one to the library. And... Oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. So any last um, parting words of wisdom for people who, um, you know, just haven't gotten over that hump yet? I think I would say you're probably capable of more than you think you are. Um, and that if you take the time to read the blogs and ask the questions and do the research, there's no reason anyone with a, a good story to tell and some passion behind it can't do this. Mm. It, it takes time, but you can be self-taught and you can be very successful. Love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the words of wisdom and your book very much. Thank you. And anybody watching, please subscribe to the podcast if you want to hear from more authors. Okay. Talk to you soon, Colleen. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guests' information, and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out lauriwriter.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.